Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! Hello and welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. I am Reese, the one who does the research, and with me is Jesse, the one who reacts to the research. That's my job. <laughs> and now you're doing a bit of the website too, so if it's unfinished, it's no longer my fault. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So... The, the one who reacts. The that's, one who that's reacts. That's going to be on my tombstone. He that's, who reacts. He who reacts. <laughs> uh, it's a good job, honestly. I don't mind it. <laughs> I just show up and laugh at whatever you tell me. That's my job. It's great. Oh, you, you use your wit and your intelligence to come up with funny reactions. To oh, please. I mean, I'll, sometimes. You can. <laughs> You've had enough of your... In, if you've ingested enough of your weird chemicals that you put into your body, MCT oil, perfect, perfectly it's good legal stuff. Yeah, yeah. perfect. <laughs> All legal. It's not liquid acid. It's totally no, fine. no, it's yeah. fine. How do you feel about uh, large infrastructure projects? We're not even doing small talk, really. We're just jumping right into it. Yeah, we are. The small talk is this is the small talk is going to seamlessly blend into the topic. So, so I'm gonna... asking your opinion. How do you feel about large infrastructure projects? I don't really feel it. Anything either no, way, but no. lar- lar- I mean, like condos. I don't like condos because they're boring. That's not a large infrastructure project. That's a, a, a residential project. What is a large infrastructure project? Like building a highway across an entire country or flattening a mountain to create a uh, party zone. A party zone? <laughs> okay, okay well, so first off, 
I am 100% for our government decimating mountains to create Three, a party zone. $300 billion to create the world's largest and highest party zone. I'm down. This yeah. is, sounds amazing. <laughs> Let's just bring back raves. Exactly. Yeah. Mountaintop raves. Oh my God. Are you kidding Perfect. me? So, uh, like, have you ever heard of the, the Muskrat Falls project in Newfoundland? It's basically this, this no. dam they were building to create electricity and jobs that would feed power, renewable energy across the, the maritime provinces. No. That sounds great, though. Renewable uh, energy. Woo! Is current is a lot is what you call like a large infrastructure project, but it is six billion dollars over budget, and it was supposed to be completed in twenty seventeen. And six billion dollars over budget, three years late, six billion dollars over budget, and it's expected to be completed this summer. This is our small talk. This is, this is my kind of small talk, <laughs> uh, and uh, it's been blamed for flooding the the area downstream of the Lower Churchill River and contaminating the watercourse with toxic methyl mercury. So, uh, so so basically, my point is that this is a dam. There, what is that? What are they making? So, not they were basically building a dam for hydroelectric energy. It's a great idea. It is a great idea, but yeah. but it's six billion dollars over budget. Right, it's late. It's poison things. Right. Not great. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, what do I think of that? What do you think of that? I mean, is not not every project super kind of uh, infrastructure project can be a successful uh, party zone on <coughs> on Canada's highest peak. <sighs> Some of them are dams that uh, don't go well. I mean, it's, you know. Well, the intention was to do something good. I and that's where I'm at. Is is we have to try. Right, the world's on fire, and the only way to put it out is to try. Is to try to put it out. Yeah, and this that's, is that's, an, that's, this not, is a, that's not the attitude firefighters have when they turn up at a house that's on fire. It reminds me of <laughs> try. They go, "We're going to put this out." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's still on fire. We tried. It reminds me of a project that I backed on Kickstarter back in I think 2012. Jesus, and I still get re- uh, updates on them from time to time. And it was a a project called. Uh, now I'm going to educate oh, you. Oh, shit. I just realized there's like three projects I backed on Kickstarter like eight years ago. And I've <laughs> forgotten about it. I never followed up to see if they went through. They don't update you? They probably, well, they probably do, but I just I just didn't, didn't check. Bother. You should check. I, didn't, I think I see the emails every now and again. Yeah. I, I think I'm owed a t-shirt, a book, and an app. I got a, I backed a few Kickstarter projects back Sorry, in the and, day. I no, just, no, no. I was, and, I, and I got like <laughs> That a, reminds me. <laughs> it was like a napkin or a handkerchief or something in the mail, like three years later, and I had no idea who the fuck sent this to me or why I got it in the mail. And I'm like, what the, why do I have, and it took me like a day to piece together, like, oh, this is for like a perk that I was getting for backing a Kickstarter project like three years ago. They finally got to fulfilling their orders. Right. The, the only one I ever saw, I saw to the end was uh, uh, a documentary about RoboCop called RoboDoc. <laughs> and I got the that t-shirt. Was a Kickstarter. And I think my name is in the credits as a supporter. And that was it. That's amazing. So apparently so, I uh, love we can, you can start a Kickstarter. Uh, you can have a successful Kickstarter about once. And for whatever reason, that's like you just can't continue to do successful Kickstarters. I don't know why. It's yeah. weird. So like, yeah, have just a group of friends and each one of them does a Kickstarter for Partyville, right? But just call it a different name, and then you all put your money together and you create a party mountain. I had a failed Kickstarter. You did? Yeah. What? Uh, I needed to raise what would probably be about $35,000 to buy the rights to a TV show I used to make so we could sell it on DVD when people still bought DVDs. And we got halfway, so we probably raised about 
with about seventeen thousand dollars. That's amazing. Which is still a hell of a lot of money. Yeah, but it didn't, we didn't get to the market. <laughs> it never happened. That's too bad. But wow. you, can, you can watch it illegally anyway. So right. So I'm going to bring it back to to the uh, to your Kickstarter to story, my Kickstarter not story, my which three brings stories. It, which brings it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going. Yeah, tell me what we what we what we read. <laughs> I just hit myself in the this teeth. This is all about me, Reese. It's all about me. Um, you just hit yourself in the teeth? With a can. Yeah. With, He's with, over there giggling. Um, <laughs> but these infrastructure projects... Oh, hold on, I'm going to tie this in. Go on, tie to, it in. Yeah, yeah, Okay, so about, like, what do I think of that? And it's like, oh, I, I like the fact that they're attempting something because the world's on fire and we need to try to fix it. Even if it fails, it's good that they're... F- Trying. So there was this Kickstarter project in 2012 called Solar Roadways. Have you heard of this? No, but it sounds the title already sounds good. So it's the idea that there's so much pavement yeah. being just it's just sitting there, and this company's like, why don't we turn pavement into solar panels? Right? Like we will get this high pressured glass that cars and trucks can drive over, and underneath it will be solar panels so that parking lots and highways will be constantly absorbing sunlight and turning it into electricity, right? And and every like it was this it, it kind of blew up. They made they got like two million dollars because one of their fans, someone was like, That's a great idea. I'm gonna make a video for them on YouTube. And he made a video <laughs> and it went viral. The video yeah. that he and the guy was not associated with them at all. He just loved their idea. And it was called the you can look it up on YouTube. It's called Solar Fucking Roadways, right? And it's Solar a great fucking yeah, it's an amazing video. And and it went viral and it made them over two million dollars in their Kickstarter. And so they're one of the highest one of the highest, like they're on the list for one of the highest grossing Kickstarters. And they've been working on getting it up there ever since. And and at the time, some geek troll was so angry that people were giving them money. I gave them ten bucks. Whatever. I didn't give them like, you know, yeah, two thousand yeah. dollars. I gave them ten bucks, right? And a lot of people gave them ten dollars, twenty dollars, you know, whatever. Um, but this one geek was so furious that like people are giving them money, right? Because it's like this is not going to work, and this is why. And he and he just he spent so much time um, doing so much research, and then he made his own counter video on YouTube as to why it doesn't work, and the science isn't there, and it's just not right, and you shouldn't be doing it, and don't give them your money. And like really, they're trying something. Yeah, yeah. And in the same year, fucking Michael Bay's. Transformers grossed a billion dollars. You're going to get mad at anyone for throwing $10 someone's way? Get mad at that, okay? That man does not need more money to make more fucking Transformers movies. Me giving $10 to someone to give it a shot, even if they fail, I feel like is a worthy cause if they're going to try something. So that's bringing it all the way around. That's how I feel about them, even if it's $6 billion over uh, over the mark at New- the Newfoundland. They're trying to do They're trying. They're trying something. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. Well, these infrastructure projects as That's well. my way of saying, I'm for it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, they, I mean, they, they, you get a lot of them around Canada where they're like, oh, we're going to build a pipeline. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Oh, these- I should, sorry, I should, uh, I, I, I don't want to end the solar roadways by saying that it doesn't work. It does work. It just needed tweaks in technology, which did come along in the coming years. Which so, is the whole point of it. Yeah, pretty much. Like That's in, what the money's for. Is to in, 2012, it. in 2012, it wouldn't really have sustained itself very well, but the technology on solar panels has increased significantly since 2012 that it's now becoming like, oh yeah, we can make this, we can make this yeah, yeah, thing yeah. now. That's awesome. Yeah, so. Well, the um, did you know that Canada's first failed infrastructure project uh, was called the Illuit Trail. 
The Illuit Trail. And it was 1877. Oh, we're not talking about the new... I thought the no, 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 we're not, talking, we're not talking about that one. That was oh. an example of... Oh, uh, the big, it so, really was small talk. Oh, so, yeah, it was Sneaky bastard. So <laughs> the old switcheroony. <laughs> so we're, what we're actually talking about is the, um, the Illuit Trail, which was one of the first... Probably Canada's first major failed infrastructure project. Okay. Wait, and Canada's first major... Because... Montreal's the the thing in Montreal, the big failed dome. The, Olympi- thing. the Olympic Stadium. No, there's another one in Montreal. Montreal's a bunch of failed. <laughs> <laughs> well, so this must have been in the '60s or '50s. This was no, this was 1877. Oh wow! So okay. this is going way back, way back. Um, I'm just going to search. So it cost thirty-five thousand. You don't have this up and running. Uh, Canadian dollars. Your, your impressive organizational skills. What's, Hang on. What's going on here? Can you hear that thumping? That's that's Reese googling what he's about to tell me. No, so I was going to say <laughs> this is what the it, show it, has the, the, devolved the, the pro- into now. The project cost thirty five thousand dollars, and I'm trying to work out that would be the equivalent of. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it was. This, <laughs> Hold on, I'll just, I'll just ask tri- Siri. Let me ask Siri. Hey Siri, what is thirty five thousand dollars? Oh, in I, I've got it. Eighteen seventy six. Here's what I found. Oh, it's just throwing me. Okay, you got it. It's, it's like here's the can look on eighteen seventy seven would be eighteen seventy seven. Calculate. Uh, that didn't work. Anyway, <laughs> it was a lot of money in those days. Well, Th- how much? Thirty five thousand dollars in the late eighteen hundreds would have been a lot of money. I'm gonna look it up because <laughs> I don't think you're. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I don't know. Like I don't. Millions, billions. Millions and billions. Millions and billions. Yep. Lots of money. Millions so, of billions. Millions. Yeah. Of billions. So the uh, the Illuit Trail runs from the uh, the mountains. Are we just uh, talking like a hiking trail? No, it was a trail for cattle. So it was hard to get cattle to uh, Vancouver across the mountains of BC. Right. Um, and they came up with this idea of a trail to help the cattle the cattle ranchers. Okay. In the rural uh, in the rural areas of like the mountainous parts of uh, British Columbia to get down to market. So okay. um, this is a uh, an article from 1936 uh, from uh, the at uh, the title of the, of the the article is called Working on the Old Illuit Trail. Uh, it says in June 1875 the old steamship Beaver uh, famous the what? In- the steamship known called the Beaver. The Beaver, all right. Called, just called Beaver, not the Beaver. Not that, just, just Beaver. beaver. Right. Now, now, keep your pants on. I know we've reached the middle of the episode and you're all very excited, but we've got a very special announcement for all you people out there in podcast land. I talk very, very quickly. Uh, famous in British Columbia's history, had steamed into the Barad Inlet from Victoria with a party of 15 men. She landed on the North Shore. Sent by the provincial government, these men were to make a trail up Seymour Creek as part of a projected trail between Barnard Inlet and Illuit via Squamish and Pemberton Meadows. The purpose of this trail was to bring cattle from the Illuit and Caribou Ranges to the seacoast for market, thus avoiding the greater part of the Caribou Road. It was argued that the advantage of the trail, especially for cattle, with a much shorter distance to coast markets and a greater supply of feed en route, would be a great boon. They don't use that word enough anymore. A great boon. <laughs> I know. Yeah, uh, let's let's bring a, it back. Yeah, yeah. More boon. Um, <laughs> Can you go pour me a cup of boon, please? Exactly. Um, to cattlemen, as it would enable them to oh, market the cattle. Boon. Ah, oh, jeez. Boon. You've got a little boon on your face there. <laughs> it's too boon. Uh so yeah, and this is this is the map of the trail. You can see Van- right. <clears throat> Vancouver at the bottom, and a little red trail that goes up through lots of mountains. Sort of up to Edmonton there. Or? 
Not that far, no. It basically goes up to slightly uh, west of Kamloops, where it kind of open, evens out a bit. It's not as mountainous. It's slightly more like rolling hills. So okay, so they were going to use dynamite and just... I don't know. How the fuck did we build a trail back in <laughs> but it, I mean, 1800s? It's a, long, <laughs> it's a long trail. So... Uh, so just a, a handful of men off of a steamship were like, all right, we're here. We're going to now, we're going to build the trail. You're safe. We're going to build the trail. Just get out of our way. Exactly. And they exactly. were just with pickaxes and dynamite. This is, I'm assuming this is, they don't really say how they're going to do it, but. Uh, so, so basically. That's what I want to know. I want to know how the fuck yeah. a handful of men were going to build a trail we will, hundreds of miles We will along. get to that. Oh, we'll get oh to there's that. more. So, okay. Yeah. So the, the trail's route was described as improbable, improbable, not improbable, improbable. Um, and it hugged lakeside cliffs. Uh, where they needed to build trestles and floating platforms uh, to to be built up out above or onto the lake. Uh, there were marshes, heavy forests uh, with famously thick mosquitoes. Now, I think that's thick in the modern sense of they had big big ass. <laughs> yep, um, big ass mosquitoes. Big ass mosquitoes. <laughs> and uh, actually, that's how we'd say it now. Exactly, that, that's yeah. a big ass mosquito. And, and so last, back then, it's like that's. The, I don't know what's what is, what's an eighteen hundreds Canadian accent. That there's a thick ass. You don't there's say a thick, thick ass. There's just a thick, thick mosquito. That there's a thick mosquito. Exactly. That's that's my eighteen hundreds Canadian <laughs> accent. And lastly, a torturous stairway section of the trail. <laughs> a torturous. Stairway. <laughs> Uh, and this is, they, they were herding cattle on this, and there was they, they had to use steps on a trail that was only six yards wide. Oh my god! Um, so, the, the, the but person, they built it, did they? Well, the, this was the plan. This was the plan. The they plan gonna, was to, so. Hold on, wait a second. So they were it's be, not torturous <laughs> after the fact. Like they built it, and then someone came by, and like that is a torturous stairway. The plan was to build a torturous the, stairway. The landscape implied that if you did build a staircase, it would be torturous. Oh, okay. It wasn't in their minds. Like no, we're no, they go were like build a torturous stairway. <laughs> Those fucking cattle don't know what's coming. Like that's they were like they like looked at the map. Haters. They were like, we know that a few hundred miles in that way there is at the place we need to be. We're going to start here, and we're just going to start building a road in that general direction, see what happens. And see what happens. Exactly. Yeah, so okay. The, the the chief promoter of this trail was the Honorable Thomas Basil Humphreys. Um, Hold on. Who was a member say of... Say that name one more time. Thomas Basil Humphreys. But you got to say it with some, like, royalty, because that's a, that's a royal name. <laughs> I could picture the man wearing a coif and, like, a... I now announce the arrival of the Honorable Thomas Basil Humphreys. Yeah, like that. A coif is not a thing. Coiffed hair and, a, and a, an ascot. Just... Just quaffed all over. Quaffed. Just Gen- quaffed. Generically yeah. quaffed. <laughs> so, <laughs> up there, man, is quaffed. So uh, for him, the uh, the Illuit Trail was a strong plank of his election platform, and he was a very good orator. He was very convincing. He sat An orator? In, as in he could he could give good speeches and move people with his speeches. Oh, okay. Power yeah. of words. Right. Like, like, like Hitler, but instead of world domination, he wanted a trail through some mountains. With a torturous staircase. With a torturous staircase. <laughs> So um, I believe in the torturous staircase. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, is that his campaign slogan? They, they started the trail in 1873, um, and it was uh, the idea was they would start on the uh, the rocky and precipitous shores of Seton and Anderson Lakes. Uh, the distance they had to work was 164 miles in total, which is a long way for completely uh, will. It's a complete wilderness over some difficult terrain. Um, so in the spring of 1875, it was decided to put two gangs uh, of, of of men at work on the trail, one at each end, and they would meet in the middle. Um, yeah, that, that couldn't go wrong. Mm. Right. Um, 
and this 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 newspaper article was written in the 30s so some of the people who worked on it were still alive it says alex jack was the foreman probably one of the only member of the party who remains alive even though the person who wrote this article is probably dead right. um a real trailblazer, he struggled through the woods ahead of the other men, clambering up steep hillsides to locate the best grades and frequent, frequently ford in the stream and laid out the route by, of the trail by gashes made on the tree with his axe. Um, and it was quite dangerous. So John Hall, uh, there's an article uh, in 1875 on August the 28th. I had to look <coughs> through a lot of newspapers to find this. Um, I'm joking. Um, quite. <laughs> Um, the headline was Accident at Burrowed Inlet, Mainland Guardian. Uh, John Hall, while cutting brush on the trail between Burrowed Inlet and Illuit, received a severe wound from his brush knife, which severed the main artery in his wrist. He was, ab- he was about three or four miles from the inlet and alone. He attempted to reach aid, and he travelled two or three miles towards Moodyville. Moodyville? Uh, <laughs> I'm bleeding to death. I know where I'll go. Moodyville! <laughs> Dr. McKins was telegraphed for and was soon beside the sufferer whose wound he dressed. The patient is very low from loss of blood in Moodyville. Did he survive? Bloodless in Moodyville. That's a good name for a film. Oh, that's good. I like that. Can we talk about the name Moodyville for a second? <laughs> like, Happy, the happiest place on earth. That should be the title. <laughs> like, who came up with this title? It's like, right? people misjudge Moodyville based on the name. It's actually a hamlet. It's not a real village. Right. That's that's what they're... Yeah. <laughs> that's... Um, so, um, they, they, the, there was a report done, because progress was slow and people were injuring their arteries with brush knives um, and having to walk alone for three miles while bleeding to death. Um, there was a, that's where the torturous staircase came to be. Exactly. Yeah. So, the, uh, for the, the British Columbia Parliament, the Honourable Chief Commissioner of Lands and Works, uh, there was a, a report written, and I have the, the honour to inform you that according to your instructions, I proceed with party to Borough Inland to commence opening a trail from that place to Illouette. After exploring for some miles around, we commenced at the mouth of the creek, one mile from Woodyville. We found country to be heavily timbered, very thick underbrush, boggy for the first mile, which caused considerable corduroying and bridging. Our greatest and bridging? A bridging. What's that? I'm building bridges. Oh, bridging. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what corduroy and that's making trousers. That's I mean, what I thought. I figured, yeah. 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 Um, just but maybe the, if the mate spent less time making fashionable trousers, they, uh, they would have made a trail. Um, our greatest difficulty <laughs> was, was the want of horse feed. Not an acre of open ground as far as we've gone, except beaver swamps of sedge grass. We send the horses back to the inlet when we're not packing them. Uh, so basically what, what it meant was, they as they were building the trail... There was really, no grass for the horses. There was no food. And, and the whole point of this trail is for cattle to go along it. Oh, that's funny. So the trail, you, you would take the, the animals on there, but they, they couldn't eat it. As long as they, they, had, they filled up before they left. Right. <laughs> for the 164-mile trip over the torturous staircase, they'd be fine. Um. The fourth and failed novel of the Lord of the Rings series. <laughs> exactly. So during, they needed some lamas bread. That's what they needed. Lamas bread? Remember the, the the elf bread that they give the hobbits that fills you up even with the tiny Oh, lamas bread. Lamas bread. I heard you say like llamas as in. Llamas. Yeah, you can make bread out of llamas. Expect. <laughs> um, just full of spit. Anyway. Uh, oh, that was, thank you for saying that while I'm taking a drink of coffee. That was a delightful association in my brain. Uh, so, 
Uh, apparently they didn't they hadn't even sent a civil engineer up as well and once the money started being poured into it they re- they'd spent twenty three thousand dollars it'd taken three years they weren't getting very far and they finally sent a civil engineer up to take a look rather than just people with pickaxes and shovels <laughs> and, and finally they uh they then had to spend an additional fourteen thousand six hundred and then some more so basically after five years of of uh uh, and they don't say heart. They, this article didn't say backbreaking labor. They say heartbreaking labor. Oh, so they broke. They they they, bro- they had broken hearts by the time they finished it, and their backs hurt. <laughs> um, uh, and forty thousand dollar expenditure, which as we know is millions of billions. Right, millions by today's of billions money. of billions, um, trillions. The first, the trail had its first and only cattle drive. So, in, oh, it, oh, it, they well, hold on. What first off they. Finished the trail? They finished the trail. Oh, shit. I was not expecting that. Uh, five years late. Oh, five. It took them five years. It, it was two years So hold on. When they, they sent an engineer in, a social engineer, what did he say? What did he say? The, uh, the, I think they just needed to spend more money to actually do it properly. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, which they did. Um, and then they finished it. And then, so what happened was uh, someone called Robert Carson in the fall of 1877 started out from Illuit with 200... Uh, head, which is 200 cattle, along the rugged trail. At this season of the year, feed was scarce on the high plateaus, as we'd already established. Right. Many bridges had been washed out, and the cattle could not manage the steep grades. Of the torturous um, staircase. <laughs> uh, and basically, they gave up. They, uh, they had to recuperate. And by the time they uh, got even anywhere across there, they were too skinny to be butchered from, oh, wow. from the journey. So it was a complete waste of everyone's time. Well, probably not the cows. Yeah. They saved the cows' lives. Uh, and they, in 1878, they investigated the condition of the trail after that one failed attempt to use it. And after several sit-ins and examining the number of witnesses, including Carson, who tried and turned up with skinny cows, uh, they reported that it was not fit to use and uh, just, just just to abandon it and not use it anymore. <laughs> what? Really? Yes. Yeah, so, just like that. So that was it. That was the end of the story. Does was, the trail still exist? Um, the trail does exist, but obviously nature is slowly taking over it. Right. Um, so the multi-thousand dollar loss incurred by the trail left a bad taste in the provincial government for many years. Of course. Um, and eventually the, the son of the guy who championed it, the the orator guy, right. uh, became the provincial minister of highways and public works. So even it didn't tarnish his political No, he's degree. fine. Yeah, People yeah. forget. Um, <laughs> so the trail remained in use. But for, by residents of the Pemmerden Valley for general purposes, and there were smaller cattle drives across some of the easier uh, sections. But one of the few things that remind people of the Uluwet Trail today now is uh, a little sculpture in Vancouver called the Lost Cows of Illuit. The Lost Cows of Illuit? Yeah, so at a bus stop <laughs> uh, between Esplanade and uh, 3rd Street. It's the best place to put uh, There is memorials. this ti- tiny, tiny little sculpture of... Oh, it's itty bitty. It's like a some cows, some lost cows, um, and that's it. So all that money, all that history, uh, all that injury and hard work, and now it's washed away. Hardly any of it's any use anymore. But there's a charming little sculpture. My only criticism of this sculpture is they don't look like cows; they look like bears. They do look like bears. I thought they were bears. I was like, "What bears got to do with it?" They were driving (laughs) bears. But um, imagine being a bear rancher. Can you sing? Can you sing? What's love got to do with it? Except by Team Jr. But what what bears have to do with it? What bears got to do? Got to do with it? What bears on a trail? That's for cattle. That was that. That was good. Thank you. That was really good. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. (laughs) Very proud of myself. 
Uh, so how did you enjoy the story of the Illiwit Trail and the failed infrastructure projects of the 1800s? That's a long title. You're going to have to think of a better one than that. Uh, it's Illiwit Fun Time. Illiwit Fun Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the torturous oh, staircase. No, Illiwit Fun Time and the torturous uh, staircase. Bloodless in Moodyville. <laughs> that's what it's going to be called. Oh, that's good. Bloodless in Moodyville. Bloodless in Moodyville. <laughs> Cool. I so, like that. That's, uh, that's a great title. Everyone, uh, it's Insta- a t-shirt. Instagram t-shirts. <laughs> uh, how can everyone? What, what are we going to plug this time? Instagram again. Um, so we can get two more do, followers. Let's yeah. Let's do um, Twitter. Fuck it. We haven't talked about Twitter in a while. I don't like Twitter. You don't like Twitter, do you? No. <sighs> no. But there are people on there. Twitter is Twitter is the angriest place on the internet. No, it's not. Oh my god. Angry dot com. That's the angry. <laughs> <place I've got. laughs> I don't want to search it. That's how scared I am. How angry they are. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So, so your end. The call to action today is to go to our Instagram post uh, feed and to follow us, which would make Reese uh, giggle like a schoolgirl. <laughs> that's what schoolgirls sound like to Reese. <laughs> no, that's, that's like some kind of twisted elf. Um, uh, just, just go there. It's just great. go there. It's great. That's it. It's wonderful. That's our sales pitch. Yeah. Uh, Thank see, you. See. Bye. <laughs> That's it. We're done. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.